to the Heads Up Podcast. I am Jason Rogers, the head of school of Rundle College Society, and I'll be your host for this season's episode. With each new podcast, we hope to explore interesting topics relating to Rundle College student, faculty, and parent life. This season, you'll hear interviews with faculty, parents, alumni, students, and educational experts. Each episode will aim to provide an insight and context to the happenings in and around our community. Thank you for joining me and everybody in the Rumble College Society on this journey, and I hope you enjoy this Rumble experience. Welcome back to the Heads Up Podcast. On today's episode, we've got a return guest with us, Miss Shannon Hart. Now, if you're listening to the last episode, episode 25 with Miss Hart, you'll understand how much she loves books and what a wealth of resource she is. On today's episode, it's a bit of a Christmas edition where we're going to sit back and we're going to talk about some of the season's best reads. It's our hope that through this conversation, we'll inspire our community to go out, pick up a book over Christmas, and read it with their family. So without any further ado, I'd like to welcome Shannon Hart back to the show. All right, Shannon, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me back. Um, couldn't be more excited. We're sitting in my office this morning. Uh, the sun has yet to come up. There's a pile of books about 15 high sitting in front of me uh, that we're going to talk about this morning and uh, I can't wait to hear all about them and uh, but before we get into the books themselves uh, Shannon why don't we take a second and just chat about why you think it's so important that we enjoy books during this this time of the season I think one of my favorite memories growing up is the shared experiences of reading together. So Mm -hmm. I remember as a kid, my sister and I tearing open the boxes of decorations, digging through, looking for our Christmas books that had been squirreled away for the other months of the year. And we always were diving for one certain book. And I think that is so important to know that that one book holds this certain set of memories for us. So this one book I brought it today, it's called The Witch's Christmas and it's a very non-traditional book and it's about a witch as a neighbor and the kids, the kind of perks they get by having her as their neighbor. So I think what's important is that I remember this book so clearly and my sister and I remember it so fondly because we read it together every year with one of our parents and it's something that's lasted for for years since. Totally, those memories are everything. I think that's a huge part of the Christmas season and getting together and and enjoying the books. Um, Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I think that lots of people want to stop reading picture books to their kids as they get older. And sharing picture books together as a group or as a family can be really important and really magical and add to the spirit of the season. Totally. And uh, I was out on supervision the other day with a teacher and we were talking about Christmas gifts and she said something really cool. She said, in her family, every person gets uh, something they want, something they need, something to wear, and something to read. And those are the four gifts they get every year. And I, I think coming back to the something to read, it's all about that family community space for them and, and for you too. So Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, it's pretty good, right? For me, it's something to read, something to read, something <laughs> to read, and something to read. I'm the same way. Yeah, I'm the same way. Totally. <laughs> I can't wait to see what books are going to be on the Christmas tree for me this year. Um, okay, so let's just jump into it. Uh, I know 
you know, a lot has happened this year in literature. Uh, a lot has gone by. So, Shadow, why don't we start the show with some of the newish books that have come out this year that you might recommend to families? Okay, the first one is A Christmas for Bear, and that's by Bonnie Becker, and it's illustrated by Katie McDonald Denton. And this is part of a series, a picture book series, that's The Visitor for Bear. And so Bear hasn't celebrated Christmas before, and Bear is this kind of really grumpy character, and Mouse is this keen, energetic friend. So Mouse arrives all ready to celebrate Bear's first Christmas, and Mouse immediately wants to dive into the presents. And Bear has a different plan and wants things to go the certain way. And so Mouse gets nervous that Bear hasn't got a present for him. So mm -hmm. Mouse is sneaking around trying to look. And so it's a bit of a misunderstanding, some miscommunication, but it's a story about good cheer and true friendship. Oh, sounds awesome. Sounds awesome. And just a side note, anybody who's looking for the pictures or the images that go along with these books, um, feel free to jump onto Shannon's Instagram account. It's Heart Loves Books, with that's H-A-R-T-E, Loves Books. Uh, and there will be pictures of all these books coming up. If they're not already there, they'll be in the coming weeks as, as Shannon continues to profile those. So uh, there we go. There's Great. the first one down. What's, what's the next one? The next one is called The Little Reindeer, and that one came out this year as well. It's by Nicola Killen. And this is about a little girl named Ollie, and she's trying to fall asleep on Christmas Eve, and she hears this jingling sound. And so she sets out to find where this jingling sound is coming from. She discovers uh, some bells, and it appears that a reindeer has lost its bells. And so she would like to reunite the bells with the reindeer. And this book is really striking because the illustrations are black and white and red, but they're muted, and there's some silver accents on all of the pages and some of the pages have peekaboo cutouts in them so when i was reading this book to my daughter she was fascinated and she was touching all of the pages so it's a very uh, tactile book as well and very engaging i think more for the younger readers this one than the older readers super sounds totally fun that'll be one i think pick up for my son 100 mm -hmm. and we have the next one that came out this year that i'd like to talk about is red and lulu this is by matt Tavares and Red and Lulu are two cardinals and they have the most beautiful home in an evergreen tree. It's just perfect. It's perfect for all seasons. And then one day something unbelievable happens. Red goes out to get some food and when he comes back the tree is gone and so is Lulu. Oh, it's heartbreaking. I can tell already. It is. And so Red sets off to find Lulu and luckily it's the season of miracles and the two are reunited and their tree has found a very special home in New York City and this book is really important it talks about the magic of Christmas the magic of New York City but also the importance of being surrounded by love yeah and I'm sitting here looking at the book right now and uh, so red and Lulu is the title and it is absolutely stunning it's a beautiful beautiful book I hope Hope many people do read it. Go and find it. Yeah, that one I think is my favorite, my favorite pick of the new releases this year. Excellent. All right, Shannon, thanks for that. In the next section, let's talk about um, some of the excellent read aloud books that we could enjoy with our families as we're sitting around the living room on those quiet mornings, Christmas and Boxing Day. Uh, I know you've got a few recommendations for us in this area. Go for mm -hmm. it. I think some books are overlooked or forgotten about as we get some of the new exciting reads, but they're, I think, very valuable to come back to. The first one I want to talk about is The Christmas Quiet Book. It's by Deborah Underwood, and it's illustrated by Renata 
Luaska, and they are the team that put together the Loud Book and the Quiet Book. And so holidays are filled with joyful noise, but some Christmas moments come wrapped in quiet. Mm -hmm. The hush of snow, the Mm -hmm. silence of winter walks, peacefulness of twinkling lights. It's a book about finding and appreciating the quiet parts of the holiday season. Yeah, and this is, I've got it in my hand right now. It's just a stunning book that would be just great for any age and there's so much great art in here Um, the illustrator i believe is from alberta she's from poland originally mm -hmm. and moved to canada and i believe she's um albertan beautiful excellent that that i will take next one up is called great joy this one's by my all-time favorite kate de camillo and this book i read to grade five students yesterday and they were just in rapture just listening to me with wide eyes so this book takes place in the dark winter so all of the illustrations are very dark and a little girl's peeking out of a window and she sees a monkey and an organ grinder which we talked about that's a man he's standing with a kind of music box that mm-hmm. cranks and she's looking at them and they're playing music and the monkey's holding out a cup for money and she's really curious about what they're doing and so she keeps kind of peeking at them and she discovers that they are still on the street late at night and so she's talking to her mom about this and she's like can we invite them for supper what can we do for them and them and the mom is very busy and wrapped up in other things that need to be done but the girl still can't stop thinking about them so this book is about the gifts that everyone can give and that's about kindness compassion and acknowledgement no doubt and this is a just a like a beautifully classic historical looking book and it mm-hmm. just is so very very rich you can tell uh, just by flipping through it and I can see why you love would love this author for sure um, the next one is called the lost gift and it's a Christmas story and that this one came out this year also but I think that it's not getting or maybe last year but it's not getting a ton of publicity or acknowledgement, I think. We'll change that right now, won't we? Yes. <laughs> so this one is by Callie George, illustrated by Stephanie Gregan. And this book is so sweet. It's um, on a windy Christmas Eve, the animals are in the forest and they see Santa fly by and a present tumbles out of his sleigh and Santa doesn't notice, but these four little critters notice. Mm -hmm. And it's late and it's cold and it's past their bedtime and they're not sure what to do and they notice there's a tag on the gift and they decide they wanna deliver the gift and make Santa proud. And so it's a very sweet story and this book I'm reading daily in my house. So it's one that I'm really enjoying as well. Oh, it just strikes me as like a great Christmas adventure book through the forest and uh, and into like the hearts of this family. Really, really cute. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, The last one is definitely, I believe, overlooked. It was published in 1991 and that book is called The Night Tree and it's by Eve Bunting. And this book was brought um, into my life by a friend of mine named Morgan and she's the librarian at Strathcona Tweedsmere and so she brought this book to me because she um, brings this book to life with her family so I'll tell you a little bit about that after I tell you about the book but this book takes place by moonlight in a quiet forest as well and a young boy and his family decide to decorate their favorite tree with popcorn and apples and seeds as a gift to the animals of the forest Mm -hmm. and it's a realistic 
illustrations, realistic fiction, and it's about creating that tradition. So she takes her family out to the woods at night and decorates a tree and lets um, the animals have a special um, celebration for Christmas oh, as well. How nice. And that's something that I am doing with my family this oh, year. Oh, nice. That is awesome. Yeah, I've seen on occasion, like on running trails and the, and the sort of thing, seeing trees decorated, just such a, like a heartful thing to do around the seas and bring such joy yeah. for sure that was so cool so it's part of giving back to the animals <laughs> <laughs> love it okay excellent all right shannon we're on to the third section now and uh holiday is nothing without tradition so let's talk about holiday books that celebrate different traditions from you know around the world and, and different beliefs so i'm really excited to hear hear your recommendations in this area I think um, this is a really important area because children are naturally curious and picture books start conversations about different cultures and beliefs and traditions and my daughter is three and this kind of came to light because of her because we went to the public library and she gravitated towards a book that's called Find the Dreidel mm-hmm. and she is very interested in this book. It's her favorite book right now and she's <laughs> going through it in every picture looking for the dreidel and there's a menorah in some of them and not the dreidel and where could the dreidel be and so she's learning about this whole new set of vocabulary words and traditions through this book right. and so that is why I thought this would be an important section to talk about. And so the first one I want to talk about is called Yoon and the Christmas Mitten and it's by Helen Rakorvitz. And this is about um, a young girl named Yoon, and her family moves to the United States from Korea. And in school, Yoon learns about Mr. Santa Claus. And so she rushes home to tell her family about her learning. And her family replies, well, we're not a Christmas family. And she's disappointed by this information. Mm-hmm. And she learns more, and she discovers more, and she decides that she wants her family to become more of a Christmas family and so she's educating herself with books and um, her lessons at school and continues to tell her parents about what she's learning and her family is not really giving her any feedback and things start to become quite tense for Yoon as Christmas Eve approaches and she puts up a Christmas mitten at the end of her bed just in case. Just in case? Oh, I can't wait to find out what happens with the Christmas mitten. (laughs) It's a, like a, the art in this book is is so stunning and uh, the final page, if anybody picks it up, I think it's just like the most beautiful (laughs) picture that gives off so much joy. So I hope, yeah, I hope people pick it up. It seems like a really intriguing read. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, The next one is the Hanukkah Hop, and this is by Erica Silverman. And Hanukkah is a holiday about traditions, and each family has its own, whether it be the stories about the Maccabees or the latkes or dreidels or dancing. And this book is really, really engaging because it's told in a rhyming pattern, and also there's some singing involved. But what I really like about this book is there's a glossary at the front that gives us some vocabulary words so that as a reader we can be um, knowledgeable as we answer the questions that the children ask. So I think I read somewhere recently that um, 60 or 70 percent of the vocabulary that kids learn is from books and so finding words that you come across that you don't know and then having a glossary right there is very very helpful. That was really really good totally. 
And this is just a, like, it's a fun, I can tell right now, it's just a fun read that mm-hmm. I think kids would get a real kick out of. It's got so much life in it, for this sure. This one's meant to be read aloud, for sure. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I'm excited about giving that one a read as well. Okay, let's move on. All right, the final one for this section is called Star Bright, A Christmas Story, and this is by Allison McGee and Peter H. Reynolds. So this um, this team is pretty dynamic. Peter H. Reynolds, you might know from The Dot or Happy Dreamer or I Am Peace. He mm-hmm. has a whole, uh, a whole incredible selection of books out, and he's an amazing illustrator. And you can see his illustrations coming through really powerfully in this book. So in this book, a baby is born and all the heavens are abuzz. And one small angel peers down fretfully. What on earth is she going to give? So the wind is giving gifts and there's all of these people that and objects that are giving gifts and she doesn't know what she could do. And with a heart so big in a night that's so dark, she takes a big leap and gives the most shining gift of all. And that is light in the darkness. Wow. And just, an, you're right, Shannon, like the illustrations are just absolutely beautiful and it's got tradition written all over it. And um, yeah, it's a really, absolute. I've said it probably a ton of times during this podcast, but this is another absolutely stunning book from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope many pick it up and, and give it a read. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. This has been really exciting and I actually just Kind of can't wait for the podcast to be over so I can start reading these books. Um, they're all so great. And uh, we're going to bring it home uh, with classic picks for Christmas. And I see that we've got three very classic picks. So, Shannon, why don't you take us through them? I think the definition of a classic book is it stands the test of time. So my first pick is not truly a classic because it's only been out for a few years, but I think it's destined to become a classic. (laughs) So this one is called Porcupine in a Pine Tree, and it's the 12 Days of Canadian Christmas. So fun, yeah. And it's by Elaine Becker, and they have other books. They have Deck the Halls and Dashing Through the Snow that feature the same characters, and they change the words to the traditional songs to make them more Canadian. Mm -hmm. So these are funny, and they are not read aloud. These are sing-alouds, mm-hmm. and they have great illustrations inside. So instead of five golden rings, this book features five Stanley Cups, and the porcupine is in a pine tree. Yeah, you got eight Mounties marching. Mm-hmm. Yes. You got three beaver tails. <laughs> <laughs> it is so, so fun and, uh, and so Canadian. Yeah, it's really, really excellent, definitely could see it becoming a classic I right away. It's a classic in my house already. Oh, Canada. Okay, <laughs> that's awesome. What's the next one? Um, Polar Express, and this book is a Caldecott Medal winner, and to my knowledge, it's probably the only holiday Caldecott Medal winner. Wow. And this book is a book about believing and hope and that Christmas miracles can come true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, we all know... The movie was made around this book, but mm-hmm. this, as you flip through it, you're reminded just why that movie is so rich in imagery, and it's because of this book. I mean, the book is is just as rich as the movie, and, mm-hmm. and really beautiful start to finish, and so classic, and you can see why why it's an award winner and why mm-hmm. people would love it so much. The magic of the season is captured in this book. I yeah, it, literally open it up and you get little chills if you're into it it's exactly what it is so yeah I totally agree Shannon my final pick is the night before Christmas and this is a poem by Clement Moore that 
I believe many of us are familiar with. And so I think the what makes this one a classic is it's it's so iconic and I it's uh, featured in many different books and films and it's something that I believe just brings um, the season to life. And so this book I read. Uh, every night before Christmas for probably my whole life. The version that we're looking at now is by Jan Brett, and her illustrations are are very detailed and specific and have a border around each page that add to uh, the detail of the book. So if you have a reader that likes to look at illustrations, that would be a lovely version to pick up. Yeah, it's a total classic, classic book, start to finish. And uh, yeah, wow, Shannon, thank you for taking the time this morning to um, go through our favorite topic, which mm-hmm. are books. And uh, happy to. I really hope that our community picks some of these up. So to help you find the books, uh, what Shannon and I'll do is we'll post a bit of a, I don't know, reference list on my Twitter account and on Shannon's Instagram account. And if you ever have any questions and you're part of our community, you know how to get in touch with us. And if you're not a part of our community and want to get in touch, you can always send an email off to me at rogers at rundle.ab.ca. And uh, yeah, I really appreciate you being in here, Shannon. And I can't wait to do, what do you say, the Easter version of this? <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thanks. And I hope you have a very Merry Christmas. You as well. Thank, Thank you, you for having me.